Have you ever felt it? That excitement, that hum that reaches into the very base of your stomach and makes your whole body feel alive? Well, your life can feel like that. Each week, I'll be sharing ways your personal wellness journey can lead you to a life that literally makes you hum. We'll be diving into all things nutrition, mindset, connection, spirituality and relationships to encourage you to be courageous and brave with your life and most importantly, unashamedly you. Together, let's find your hum. Welcome to Find Your Hum. This is episode 44 and I'm your host, Kirsty. Before I begin, I wish to acknowledge the Darkinjung people as traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded. I pay my respect to the elders past, present and future and recognise the continuing connection and contribution to this land. Now in this episode, I want to talk about the upcoming new moon eclipse in Scorpio and also a little on Scorpio season and Mars, which is about to go into retrograde in Gemini. If you've been following me over on Insta, you will know that I've been doing new and full moon updates, helping guide you through the energy around these very pivotal moments of the month for quite some time now. I love doing these as it allows you to understand why you may be feeling a certain way, but also why others around you are acting in a manner that maybe they don't normally do. I've also been asked quite a lot to put these into podcast recordings. So I'm going to have a little play around with that and we'll see how we go. So yes, I'm doing this one, but I don't know. Who knows if I'll do another one? We'll see if you guys like it. I really find that connecting into the rhythms of the moon really helped me tune back into my body and my menstrual cycle during the time that I had completely lost it. We as women move with the moon. It begins in the lead up to our first menstrual cycle, like the one we get when we're teenagers, and it really does stay with us well into old age. Yes, even post-menopause. Now that is not to say that following the moon cycles is only for women. Absolutely not. Men experience this energy too. They are ruled by the sun, and as we know, the sun and the moon do that beautiful little dance in the sky each and every day. And as for the actual seasons and the planetary movements, well, again, this is affecting everyone. We all get our own little flavor on it based on our individual natal charts, but the energy is there. So I think why not understand it and most importantly, use it to our benefits. All right, we have a new moon solar eclipse in Scorpio happening on October 25th at 9.48pm here in Sydney and 11.48am over in the UK. And this is happening at two degrees of Scorpio. Eclipse season is back, people, and we are in for some intense transformations. This month will link very closely with the eclipse we had earlier in the year. Themes from those eclipses and what happened back in April and May may return or more of the story might be shown to you. Whilst the eclipse portal officially opens with the new moon solar eclipse that is happening on the 25th of October and closes with the full moon lunar eclipse in a few weeks, the energy is already building, especially as we head into Scorpio season, which began on the 23rd of October. So if you are listening to this the day the podcast comes out, it is happening today. Scorpio season is here. Now, solar eclipses generally bring us new beginnings, sudden changes, 
and maybe even some unexpected news. They activate the nodes of destiny, basically meaning that no matter where you are, you will be pulled back to the path you were destined to travel in this life. Solar eclipses aren't quite as intense as the lunar ones, that is coming, but they do open doors. They remind us of what our souls came here to achieve. And just to make it even more juicy, Scorpio in itself is a dark and sensual, mysterious sign, very much known for taking us to the watery depths of our emotions and really encouraging us to connect with ourselves in a place well below the surface. This new moon will help us connect back to ourselves on a higher level through peeling back those layers. As each new moon is in the season in which we are in, let me take a little dive into what we should expect from anything Scorpion. Now, Scorpio season runs from now until November 21. So remember, no matter what sun sign you are or star sign, same thing, we all have Scorpio in our charts and we are all moving through this Scorpio season. So it absolutely is relevant to all of us, particularly with this new moon eclipse. Now, Scorpio is one of my favorite signs. I mean, it could be that I have a couple of key planets in Scorpio. So my Mars and my Jupiter are in Scorpio. It also could be that I have a water moon. So I understand the depths that Scorpio can feel. If you can get past their stinging tail. Now, Scorpio is a fixed water sign, meaning it can be highly stubborn and highly emotional. I mean, sounds like a great combination, right? This is probably where they get their bad rap. And I really like to see it as when we're looking at it from a Scorpion like frame, that we can really tap into our emotional sensitivities, really allow them to be brought forward so that we can release them. Now, Scorpio loves anything taboo. So during the next month, during this new moon, be vulnerable, be open, unveil those hidden desires and emotions. This is the time to be pulled back inside our souls, to really allow the discovery of new parts of ourselves that we have either buried or not met before. Now, Venus is going to be pretty much right in line with both the moon and the sun for this eclipse. Now, Venus is our planet of love, relationships and worth. Yes, both self-worth and the monetary kind. So that will no doubt mean that for many of us, that this area is going to be undergoing transformation. You may be pulled to question what you find pleasure in, where you find meaning, how do you value the people around you, and most importantly, how do you value yourself? Now, this is also an expansion of this energy because it is an eclipse. So it could be amplified in one of two ways. You might find it easier to open to love, to give love to other people, and to really understand what is important to you. On the flip side of that, this expansion may show you places where your heart no longer wants to be and allow it to allow you to move on to the next chapter. Cracks probably will appear and please don't be afraid to fall into them. This is an amazing time to allow love in your life in a whole new way. And remember, love doesn't always need to be from your romantic partner. What about that most important love of all? the love that you have for you. With this powerful new moon and Venus energy, we have honestly a super enhancement of feminine energy. And I can tell you, it will rise up 
it will be felt, it will be expressed. Now, what is feminine energy? This has got nothing to do with actually being a female or a male. That is not how this works. Feminine energy is feeling beautiful in your own skin. It's enhancing your compassion. It's allowing your life to just unfold, to really trust in where you are being led. It's really about true acceptance. It's about unleashing your sexual energy and activating your creativity. We all have this inside of us. If you haven't really been tending to this side of you, this may feel uncomfortable as it rises up over the next few days, couple of weeks. But this is where leaning into that trust, into that feminine energy is super important. Now, Mars retrograde. This is happening on October 30, so in a few days' time, at 25 degrees of Gemini, and will last through all the way through to January 12th next year, where it will station direct at 8 degrees of Gemini. And then basically it starts travelling back over the sky in that area of Gemini once more. So let me take a little step back and explain what a retrograde is. Basically, the planet, in this case Mars, slows in its orbit, making it appear from Earth that it is going backwards. You know, kind of like when you're passing a train and it's moving at a different speed, one looks like it's going backwards. That is what this is. So it's not actually moving backwards. It's all about the perspective. And quite frankly, I think that is the perfect summary for a retrograde. It is all about perspective. So many people go into panic when planets go into retrograde. But quite honestly, this happens all the time. Now, Mars is a planet that retrogrades the least, so the energy of this retrograde generally isn't as familiar, but even still, it goes into retrograde just over every two years and lasts in about two and a half months. So we've definitely felt this energy before. Now, any retrograde can be bumpy. It basically has us transversing ground we have already covered, and we basically do that twice. For example, in this retrograde, Mars has already made its way through Gemini, pretty much all the way through to that end of Gemini at the 25 degrees. But then it slows down, meaning that as we keep spinning, it looks like it's going backwards in the sky over that same area of Gemini, hence why it goes back to eight degrees. And then as it speeds up again, it moves back through Gemini once again. Thing I like about retrogrades, it allows us to solve problems that we may have had in that area and tie up any of the messy loose ends. Retrogrades bring us a period of reflection and retreat. The energy is really turned inwards as it shows us where things might need fixing. Retrogrades force us to face problems we have been avoiding, hence where they can get bumpy. And at the end though, you generally find this period of really accelerated growth if you have allowed the retrograde to do its thing. Now to get a feel for the theme to this retrograde, let's explore Mars a little deeper. Mars governs the way we process anger and how we act on our impulses. It is the planet of combat and aggression. It also gives us drive, that kind of drive towards our desires. It is the planet of sex, ambition, passion, and primal instinct. And this is kind of why it can be bumpy. Your drive, your strength, your vitality, it all slows down. It can really feel like you've lost your mojo. But like any of our planetary movements, if we go with this instead of fighting against it, we have the chance to slow down and really learn from the past. It is a lovely reminder that we are more than just our productivity. So what does it mean when Mars is in Gemini? Because each sign kind of brings its own flavor, 
Gemini is intellectual, social, and kind of flirty. So this could see heated debates. Mars in Gemini has no filter. So really be mindful of how you say things. So like what you say and how you say them. Also remember not to react to others as they are also dealing with this energy. So bring some kindness and some compassion. You also may get easily bored or on the flip side, your attention could be sent in so many different directions. You really can't actually focus. Then we also have the full moon in Gemini on December 7th, which is basically happening in the same sky of where Mars will be at the time. So this is actually going to be quite a pressure cooker of energy. During the whole of the retrograde, particularly leading up to that December point, I highly suggest rethinking your relationship with anger. This is not a time for bottling up. It really is a time for control of your anger. And this is what I don't mean. This is not bottling it up. Look to where Mars is in your natal chart and find ways that best serve you to release that anger, the tension, and perhaps even a little of that sexual frustration in a very healthy way. Because anger is okay to be expressed. We just really need to make sure that we're doing it in a way that serves us and there's around us. Now we are having this retrograde over the holiday season. And like I said, we also have that full moon in Gemini just in December on the lead up. And honestly, holiday seasons are kind of pressure cooker moments anyway. So this will probably make others unpredictable, especially if they haven't got their anger under control. So just really be mindful of that. So how can you get the most out of this retrograde? I want you to spend time really looking at your passions and goals. Are they right for you? How are you managing your energy levels? Are you paying attention to your sexual health? And I don't just mean that in like a STD kind of way, but like in the ways that you are expressing your sexuality. Definitely assess that relationship with anger and how you express it. Find out exactly what the motivation is behind your actions. And most importantly, really bring that compassion and kindness to yourself and others. And like I say, always check out to see where Mars lies in your natal chart, but also where Gemini is in your natal chart, because that will also give you a little bit of the flavor for you personally of how this retrograde will affect you. And as always, if you need any more help or want any more explanation on any of this kind of stuff, please reach out. You can find me quite actively over on Instagram, the nourishing way underscore. Cheers for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Hum. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and tell your mates about it. <laughs>